Welcome to the Wild Type Podcast. I'm Lissa Slizzards. I'm Neptune and Chameleon. And we're, and we're your, your reptile, reptile girlies. girlies. This one's for the wild type of girls. All right. Well, today is our second episode Woo-hoo. and we're just happy to be here. We're basically professionals now. Yeah. We're really getting the hang of this thing already. <laughs> two episodes I know we know what we're doing Ugh. not really but we'll we're, get there we're figuring we'll, out we'll yeah. get there step That's by good. step day by day you know but for now I want to go ahead and give you guys just a little reminder to follow us on all the socials you can find us everywhere at the wild type podcast mm-hmm. subscribe to our youtube channel leave us a review we would be grateful forever. And there might be something in it for you because we're still doing our giveaways. Tons of giveaways. So we're doing a lot of big giveaways for Dubia Enclosure, Dragon Strand Ledges. But also if you leave us a review, you can still enter for a chance to get $25 Dubia.com credit. So lots of great things. And we are launching a couple episodes when we first launched this, but we're excited to announce every Tuesday we will be having new episodes for you guys. So So Tuesday is for the girls. Yes. Be on the the lookout for that. So today we are talking about things people say when you get a pet reptile, all the good and all the bad. We have lots of things (laughs) we hear all the time. I'm sure you guys do too, but first off, how do people even find out that you have pet reptiles. Mine is super annoying actually, because it's all my friends who just out me to total new people who don't know anything about me. And they just are like all of a sudden, Oh, my friend has an anaconda. And I'm like, Oh, thanks. Thanks. thanks you couldn't have led that. with, you know, what you do. She's, for, she's for super cool. Or... She's got a great career. She's hobbies. No, just reptiles, snake lady. <laughs> it's like, it's your whole personality. Right. But I mean, to be fair, mm. how often do you come across someone that has anaconda especially when you're in like social settings just like a halloween party or like you know a work event or 100 and yeah and that's the thing and that's why my friends who i love so dearly who out me i get why they do it because it's such an anomaly in our social circle it's like nobody else has them except for us two yeah so it's no it's it's okay because i whenever i go and hang out with your friends like Mm -hmm. your real life friends I, I'm always like, are, there, are you the chameleon friend? Yeah, <laughs> literally, you're always known as the chameleon friend. You're like, you're the one with all the chameleons. And I'm like, yes, this and is And I will, I will happily <laughs> wear that title. I just went to a wedding yeah. recently, and it's like people from all walks of life. You know how weddings go, right? Oh, you yeah. got a high school, melting college, pot like of human beings. your first job, all that. Oh, yeah. Well, I was the only one to represent the like the reptile, reptile community. <laughs> In the reptile world. So basically the entire oh, yeah. night, they're like, oh, like, how do you know the bride? Blah, blah. And I was like, reptiles. <laughs> That's my reptile friend. And they're like, oh, are you the chameleon girl? I'm like, yep. yes. <laughs> like literally yes, everybody me. just knows her as the chameleon girl. Except now my parents very much know your name, adore you. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. And I went on The Bachelorette. Yeah. You know, I feel like I got a little bit oh, of street yeah. cred of more than just the- Way more street cred than just the, chameleon the crazy chameleon friend. lady. Yeah. Which I, like I said, I will happily wear that oh, yeah. title. All day. Any, any day of the week but yeah yeah your friends are are good like that Mm -hmm. I will say um recently at work um we did this like you know team bonding thing and you like everyone was like this fun powerpoint thing and it's like hey everyone like drop in your pets right and I showed up a couple minutes late to the meeting you know my bad whatever but I was like oh what are we doing they're like oh we're we're sharing what pets we have and they were like, oh, like, oh like, no. What do you? And they're like, oh, we already know you have a dog. Which, like, I, I have a Dalmatian. Right. And, like, when you work from home, your pets make appearances in your, All the your time. videos. And I get that. So, like, oh, we already know you have a dog. I was like, yeah, and four lizards. 
no, just dropped no that one, literal mic drop in the no meeting. No one knew. <laughs> Not a single person I worked with up Please until that point. Please tell me the, the reaction. What was the reaction? They were like, a, a what? <laughs> a, a, say a lizard? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, uh, four, and that's yeah. it, right? It's not just one; no. it's the fact multiple. that you have multiple. Yeah. Anyways, and I was like, yeah, and they're like, what kinds? And I was like, three chameleons and a gecko. And then they were like, what kind of chameleon? I was like, well, if you want to get into it, a Fursifer podalis and a you know, literally, Kaluma that's the, and Christopher. That's the other funny thing is half of the time when people like the immediate next question after how many, you know, that's the go-to question is yeah. you have how many? Yep. And then after you get into that, the next question is, oh, what do you have? And I'm like, well, how much time do you how have? How much time do you have? Do you want the scientific name? Yeah, or do, literally. Do you, want, do you want their pet name? Do you want do their you locale? Want, <laughs> Would you like to know yeah. exactly which island she hails from? Yes. Like, what are, you, what are you looking for here? Yes. <laughs> like, and I feel like some people, because then sometimes people are like, oh, well, I had a blah, blah, blah yeah. when I was a kid. But sometimes some people will surprise you, right? And they're like, oh, and yeah. they'll have actual reptile experience mm-hmm. as well. And you're like, oh, cool. I can give you. Yeah. Like, you kind of have to like names. gauge what their interest level is because if they just have like a surface level interest of like which is most 99 percent it's just the of novelty people. of it they're like what right no way. but you'll occasionally get somebody who's like oh i had x x x and x and i know all these facts and you're like cool okay yeah, we can, can actually get up. into this yeah we yeah. can hang like <laughs> yeah we can hang in this convo yeah but so i know that that was work though and i just like i was like whatever i'm just gonna it, it it was the you question, get to the right? point. You get to the point where you just don't really care what people's opinions are, and you're like, yep. "Let's just talk about it." Yep. So, so that's how I found out. But I know you have a good story time of because we are blessed and cursed on social media, yep. right? So, like, that's open to the, the amount public. of people who have found my account and DM'd me. I was literally at a different wedding on Friday night, and um, a girl that I grew up with actually, and it was like very distant like family friend that I haven't yeah. seen in years and she's a lot younger than me she came right up to me and was like hey I found your TikTok the other day and I was like oh, oh my, my gosh, gosh. <laughs> and that's happened to me so many times I kid you oh, not yeah. I met this girl in the grocery store she was wearing Gymshark like fit clothes and I was wearing Gymshark fit clothes we randomly striked up a conversation exchanged numbers this was when I had like recently moved yeah. and was like trying to make friends and you're like very desperate and you're like please yeah. be my friend <laughs> we have one thing in, ho- in like in common our gym like, clothes <laughs> Cute gym clothes. Let's be friends. We had never talked after that conversation, but I still had her number in my contacts, right? And I don't, I don't delete my contacts. Well, TikTok will give you suggested follows based off of your contacts. Come on, or will just like spit stuff out on your like FYP based off of like people you may know or whatever. She, I kid you not, texts me and was like, "Hey, is this you?" And it like. It's so much weirder too when it's coming from somebody that you've literally I never hung out you. with. Like, I couldn't even tell you. I couldn't even tell you her name. Oh, Not a clue. Gosh. Not a single clue. I've had a nightmare story too, where I had like a horrible, horrible first date, like terrible experience. Like, yeah, we've been there. Not a good situation. And I basically like within forty-eight hours after the first date, like blocked this man on everything. Right? Uh, yeah, that's a no. Didn't think I needed to block him on my reptile accounts. But then three years later, creative. three years later, this dude blows up my stuff and he's like, you shouldn't have been so like nervous to tell me about your reptiles. And I'm like, you think I'm nervous now? This no. was three years ago, sir. No. <laughs> like blocked. No. Yeah. Anyway, so people, people find out one yeah. way, one way or the other. But 
once they discover you have reptiles, mm-hmm. then come the questions, <sighs> which I usually welcome these questions, oh, right? Yeah. It's like a place of genuine curiosity. Oh, and and like, all I want to do is like educate and make these animals seem less scary. Yeah, so and it, it's I'm a, all for it. It's a novelty it. thing. I get that. Right. Like it's not often, especially in the circumstances where yeah. you typically meet people, you know, like mm-hmm. if you go to a reptile expo, that's completely different that's, than if you're a niche event, you know, at a Halloween <laughs> yeah. party or whatever with your, your college friends. Right. So what are some of the things that you've that you've heard? Oh man, what haven't I heard at this point? I I will say specifically with the, like my anaconda, the go-to thing is what are you going to do when he gets so big? And I'm like, or how big is he going to get? That too. Right? Yeah, that's a huge one. And that's a little bit specific to an anaconda but obviously, but I think because so he's a male mm-hmm. and the males get smaller than the females. Yep. People don't know that. And he's mm-hmm. a yellow anaconda, which, which is smaller smaller than the green than the green. So people are picturing like green they're, female they're, anacondas. They're picturing anacondas that they've seen at the zoo or that they've seen in the anaconda movie. Right. And you're like, okay, he's a little smaller. Like, he's still going to be a big snake. That's no literally, doubt, that's the first thing I respond to that question is I'm like, okay, nobody freak out. Like, it's just, I'm not going to have a 30-foot snake in my house, yeah. all right? And yeah. then I immediately go into that explanation of those two things. He's a yellow. He's a male. He's only going to get a max of like 8 to 10 feet yeah. at best. Yeah. So then you have to go in and explain. But what goes along with that is questions about the enclosures. I yes. constantly, it's shocking how many people will ask me if they're all in the same enclosure. Why is that a thing? I don't. What is, what? I, I get that all I the time. I'll get heated. They ask, how many do you have? And you just say that you have more than one. And like, oh, do you keep them together? And, and, and what, and maybe it's because we're obviously in, the, in these, the reptile world and yeah. like, you would never. No. But like, I'm not keeping... It just, multiple gerbils in the same or well, maybe you maybe can, can. Have a, I actually yeah, don't know that. Yeah. we can't we speak know, we, we only know <laughs> scaly things not furry yeah. things yeah we can't speak about the small animals I'm like actually I think you can collab you might you might <laughs> be able to gerbils. do that but you know certainly not no. reptiles no. and I'm always like no they're like independent yeah. and they're territorial and well, like and they oftentimes, can't see each other oftentimes too like that question will come after I have like listed at least like you know four or five of them yeah and to me, it's obvious that like, you know, a blue tongue skink is from Australia and like all these other ones are from completely different yeah. places. So to me, it's very the requirements obvious, are very different. but yeah. they don't know that. And like, well, I will say even if someone has chameleons, which they do have yeah. similar requirements, they still ask still me. Still can't. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not, that's not, no. not a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, they always ask that. And mm-hmm. then like, how big are their enclosures? Oh, yeah. And then with My, chameleons, I'm always like four foot tall. And they're like, what? That's yeah. crazy. My ultimate question that I every single time will get asked is, do they bite? Yeah. Which is another eye roll question. In the answer, I mean, can they bite? What yes. I, what I, will my, they, yeah, what's your response? My go-to response for this every I'm single curious. time is anything with a mouth can bite. I uh, can literally yeah. bite you. That's I'm not true. going to, but so, I could. <laughs> so I spent some time in the Keys, like working on a dolphin snorkel boat, like mm. just Fun fact, and people would ask me all the time because we're going snorkeling and I'm giving them like, here's how to snorkel, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, are there sharks in the water? I'm like, is it salty? Obviously. Is is the water salty? (laughs) And and then they're like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, then there are sharks. Yep. Like, granted, we're going to the reef, so we're not going to be coming across like a great white anytime soon. But if you want to know if it will bite you or if there are sharks, like... It can. Yeah. Might Obviously, not. There, there's <laughs> things you can do to yes. mitigate that and yes. prevent that from and happening. And specifically with reptiles, that's always my answer is, well, literally, yes, they all can bite. 
do they so all bite? What no. would your response be if someone asked you if your anacondas bit you before? Uh, literally right in my face, barely because missing my eye. Because he has, right? So how do you go about that without like freaking someone out? That's a touchy one because I always have to kind of go into it and be like, yeah, no, I mean, I've been bitten by every single one of my snakes. I've, I don't have a single snake that hasn't bitten me and I don't really foresee ever having a snake that isn't going to bite you. But what I always tell people is that like nine times out of 10, it's my fault. Right. And I think that's the kicker, right? Like it's out of a place of being defensive or startled or scared or whatever. Or I did something wrong. Right. But held to, my camera over their head like an idiot. But like to make them feel scared safe. or threatened or mm-hmm. whatever, to make them feel like they need to protect themselves. Yeah. You have and to make them never, feel safe in a way. Yeah, it's never out of like no. an intention to like cause harm to no. you or to eat you. That's the, oh, that, uh, don't get me heated. I will get fired up over I that I feel like one. that, that is a, another episode. That is a trigger. For <laughs> another day. Yeah. yeah. So we did also write down ahead of time some things. Mm-hmm. Of like people, what people say. So we already covered, do yes. they all live in the same cage? Short answer, no. No. Um, people always saying, I had a gecko when I was eight. And that one kills me because I almost take that a little bit insulting because it kind of insinuates that they grew out of it, but I didn't kind of a thing, Oh, which is an interesting, I know like I should never I take it yeah, that way. No, I wouldn't have taken it that way. But that's sometimes how I take it. It depends on how the person says it, right? Like, Yeah. Of like, maybe it's like a childish it, thing. That's, is that what you're? Yeah. Oh, I always thought of it as like them trying to feel included, right? It probably is. I probably just assume <laughs> the worst in people. <laughs> of like, you know, like, oh, you ever, like, oh, I, I had one too, right? right to and feel it, like they're, and it totally they're a part is. of it probably that way but that's just a thought because there is a mindset out there that you're not you're not wrong and I mean I'm sure there is someone who for sure oh, like I'm meant sure. it that way but I would yeah. say probably majority of people just want to feel most included. people just want to jump into the combo so. as a chameleon keeper I get all the time like oh I had a chameleon it died oh god that is that is bleak. and I'm like that is bleak <laughs> and I'm like I'm so sorry for you're your like, loss how do I, I how do I continue this conversation um, this is uncomfy now. <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah, I got one from Petco. It died in a week. And I'm like, I'm It's like, so well, now how much information do you want? I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, it's just, you know, but that that's just yeah. kind of the reputation that chameleons have. And oh, like, yeah. again, they want to feel included. Like, oh, I had a chameleon and then... <laughs> Bad news. Yeah. So that, that I get that question oh, yeah. often. Also with chameleons, because, you know, people are pretty familiar with mm-hmm. chameleons as like a reptile. Oh, yeah. Is do they change colors? I get asked that all the time and it's very similar to like your, your biting thing or, you know, those types of things where it's like, do they change colors? Yes. But I know what they're picturing in their head is like purple polka dots. And I'm like, okay, we can blame tangled for that one. But this is where we get to educate. Right. And this is why I love these questions because then that person can walk away knowing correct information and then maybe they tell someone, hopefully they'll correct somebody in the future. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So my answer is always like, yes, but not in the way that the movies portray and that they change more like a mood ring, right. Based off of temperature, temperament, mating behavior. And so they can get lighter and darker, but they're never going to change purple polka dots literally what i say word for word every single time including the purple polka dots part because i really that's, that's just, just more fun that just nails it home punchy. like that's not <laughs> yeah like it's my, not happening my amelobi panther command is not just gonna turn purple no. it's just and they're like no. oh did they do it to camouflage and i'm like <sighs> like no but you know but they're green i'm like yes but, but that's not how that goes yeah man. so 
<laughs> but people are always so grateful and thankful. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. Like, I oh, always yeah. thought, like, you know. That's my favorite thing about it is when people ask questions, they're genuinely interested. And then they yeah. actually like t- walk away with a takeaway and are like, excited about it yeah that's the best part absolutely absolutely so i'm like well now when you go to trivia night you know now mm-hmm. you can actually you know got a fun chameleon fact yeah exactly <laughs> exactly so that's one people always say i as a snake girl i get asked all the time about my immediate next question is what do you feed them that's on the list yeah what do they eat and do you feed live mice yes the live mice thing is something that everybody assumes and it's just funny to me because Every, that is one thing that is a well-known fact about snakes is that they eat live, live prey. Like they can eat live prey. They eat rodents. That's a very common fact. So it drives me nuts when people ask me, well, what, what do you feed them? What do you think I feed them? Of course I feed them rodents, but I do always obviously have to explain. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) My, my snake is strictly vegan. (laughs) He's a vegetarian. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally hear you. And like, and then it gets into the question of whether that's humane and then people have their like opinions on it i always have to answer with bugs right like people always ask me what my reptiles eat and i say bugs and they're like what like what kind of bugs yeah you know and And then you have to go into the topic of oh yeah i have hundreds of bugs in my house this is is a question of genuine curiosity (laughs) like they really just want to learn and i think that's fabulous and so i always take the time like they eat roaches and worms and you know like where do you get those things i'm like oh you order them online like Mm -hmm. you know and it just spins into oh like how much do they and i i love it right and i'm like how much you can get how much time do you have because i will literally spend like do you want me to completely unleash on you with all the information that i have or do you want the high level yeah (laughs) and you do have to gauge a little bit of like they're like are they just asking questions to be polite or are they genuinely because then we'll get into the awkward situation where we're spewing all of our information and brain dumping on them. Like, and they're I'm sitting so there sorry. like, I no longer care. Like, I did not ask for this. Yeah. Mm-mm. I yeah. was just being nice. Yeah. You got to just pay attention to those social cues. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Okay. So people always ask that. Mm-hmm. And then um, people will comment. I bet that room smells awful. Oh, I hate this one. Okay. <laughs> it's fair. Y- yes it's fair. or no. Do reptile rooms have a smell? And the answer is yes. They do have a smell. Smell like plants. That's what I say. It's like an earthy dirt yes. smell. Yes. And it's usually because you have substrate or live plants or things like that. Yes. But it's like, aren't reptiles technically considered like hypo? Oh yeah. They, they don't know? have, they don't have fur. They don't or have pet dandruff. dander. They yeah. don't have, they don't have any of that. So like, no, like literally your dog is more and, likely and to smell to bad than clear, reptiles. The reptile themselves is not what smells. No, it's, it's their enclosure. It's their enclosure. If they're improperly cared for and you're not keeping in, in control of their hygiene. Yeah. But like the reptile itself, zero smell. Absolutely I, nothing. I just, a memory just popped into my head. So I was with someone who was going to pick up a ball python. And this ball python was obviously some kid's pet. The kid had gone off to college. The parents mm-hmm. were taking care of it. And they've like. Tail as old as time. Right. And they're like, hey, like we are just not interested in keeping this ball python anymore. So I tagged along with this friend to go pick them up. And this snake is like 10, 15 years old, right? Like Aww. has lived a long life. But it was it smelled like pee so bad. As soon as you walked into the room, Man. just reeked of And you pee. can tell they haven't cleaned that enclosure in Absolutely. 10 years. No, because yeah. it was like Aspen that was so packed oh. down that it was just like, and it was just drenched and just like ugh, nasty. And I was I'm like. shocked that Aspen didn't mold, to be honest. That's... No, it did not mold. It was just a brick. And oh. it just like reeked of pee and just like broke That's my heart. what I don't understand. It's like, when it comes to that question, it's like, can they, like, does poop smell? Yeah. Duh. 
But then you just get rid of it. And you just clean it out. Yeah. Like, don't let it sit there and fester. I get, I get the perception because, you know, obviously most people will walk into a pet store and it smells like pets, but. It's all the furry pets. It's all the furry pets. <laughs> it's not, it's <laughs> That's why I'm like, don't take out the, the smells on the ones. reptiles. It's not yeah. the scaly ones. It's not the scaly ones. Yeah. So, but I think this, I mean, I don't know if their intentions behind it, like, are they considering getting a reptile? And they're learning, asking for themselves of like, hey, do I have to I worry about so. the, I mean, the smell? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure. But I, I think it's, uh, some people, it's, it's very much just that's something they worry about, which I totally get because you wouldn't want a room full of animals that stinks in your house. Nobody yeah, no. wants that. That's no, not no, fun no. for anybody. Mm-mm-mm. No, so. and I will say the maintenance with reptiles as far as the smell part is like pretty, yeah. pretty minimal, especially when you compare it to like dogs or smaller mammals or oh, like yeah. things oh my like gosh. that, especially if you do bioactive enclosures, it's then a you're, whole other benefit. you're doing pretty yeah. good. So do you wish there's anything like you would want people to react to? Like I'm thinking like as long as you're open and receptive and you're not coming yes. across in like kind of like a judgy, harsh, like yes. the minute that I pick weirdo. up on any <laughs> judgment or like <laughs> you're this. a bizarre human vibes. As soon as I pick up on that, I'm like giving minimal information and dipping out of that conversation as fast as I can. Yeah. But most of the time it's overwhelmingly positive. I, like, yeah, I'm trying to think of an instance where someone like gave me a hard time for no. Keeping I, reptiles. I don't have that many. It's genuine interest in like the anomaly of it, of like, I've never heard of anybody who has that many. That's crazy. Tell yeah. me more. Like it's, right. it's, it's just intriguing to most people, but I will say like, I, I wish that a lot of the questions were a little bit less stigmatized when it comes to like specifically the snakes. I mean, that's what I deal with. It's like, you know, the question of like, do they bite? Like things like that. Some of those questions feel so obvious to me that it's like, I feel like it should be more common knowledge of, you know, it's like, yeah, any snake can bite, but that doesn't mean it hurts. Right. (laughs) Also, I'm, I'm curious too, like if someone would actually own an animal if it did bite you all the time or did like try to size you up and kill it, like let's just flip it for a second right. and be like, assume all that was true. Then like, why would you, why would I even have them? Yeah. Be <laughs> like, keeping them. Like, and, and I think to me, that's part of why it feels so obvious is it's like, if this animal was literally going to try to eat me, why would I, why would I, why have would them I in my home? Why also it's been three years. I mean, his plan's really taken a long time <laughs> here, you know, he's playing the like, long game, really plotting out yeah, his revenge. He's really stretching out that timeline <laughs> yeah no i i will say like i think things are overwhelmingly positive oh, though. For sure. and like i will happily spend the time oh, yeah. answering all the questions no matter how silly or obvious or yeah. you know stereotypical they they may be yeah. because if that means that one person oh, then yeah. gets to learn more who then gets to teach someone else and someone else and someone else i'm like then i as long as you start job. that chain a chain reaction, I'm all for it. Yeah, I did just recently do a YouTube video, five things I've learned in five years of keeping That's a good chameleons. One. And one of the things I, I touched on was you'll be an educator. Oh, yeah. Like whether you want to or not, as soon as people find out you have reptiles, this is exactly what happens is mm-hmm. they ask questions. And I feel like it's our duty and our privilege oh, to be able time. to spend the time with people mm-hmm. and help teach them oh absolutely them. I mean it's I I don't know I think that's one of the best parts about it like for me personally like yeah, my it gives the warm fuzzies. yeah it makes you feel good and it, and it's nice too like I through like my family friends whatever I will often get 
people sending like their friends or family yes. who have like kids that are like wanting a reptile. Yes. And I will always like coach the parents through Absolutely. like what to expect. What does this look like? What does the cost look like? How much can you actually expect the kid to be responsible for? Yes. Like, yes. and, and is this something as the parent that you want to bring in? It's just, it's so yeah. fun to be able to like introduce new people. Yes. And it's great that like like you said, you just become an educator and like I become the go-to for anybody in my circle of friends, family, whatever. If do anybody you, in their life ever mentions a reptile, they're like, you have to talk you, to my daughter. You do, your, do your friends send you pictures of random oh geckos and anoles and stuff? They're like, look, 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 I found this, this the gecko. The amount of photos that I have received of random brown anoles that are like yes. native I'm so glad like, it's not just me it's no and I'm like and half the time they're like do you want it I'm like no let it go <laughs> <laughs> yeah I get that and then people also send me like viral you know like reels and tiktoks of oh, like yeah. a chameleon like grabbing bubbles and it's oh, always yeah. like really bad mm -hmm. videos and I'm just like thanks for thinking of me which I genuinely yes. am thankful. I'm like, I think yeah. that's so cool that someone's on their vacation in Hawaii, sees yes. this gecko or whatever and is in their backyard. And thinks of, I'm like, I totally. am so, on, I think that's fabulous. And if my friends are listening, please continue to send me <laughs> Don't pictures <stop>. of brown <laughs> anoles. I'm here for it in reels and whatever else, you know, but it's, yeah. it's cool because you are known as like the reptile girl and mm -hmm. like, I will happily wear that title. Oh, all day, forever, forever and always yeah. the reptile girlies over <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. So let us know in the comments or um, Q and A any of that stuff of yeah. like any stories that you have or things that people said when they find out that you Tell have. Tell us your reptiles. best and worst reaction. I want to know all of it. Yeah, I want to hear <laughs> the bad ones. I know because I feel Give like I'm crazy lucky stories. that like I haven't had that many bad ones. Yeah. So no, I want I want to hear the bad ones. Dubit.com okay. is a one-stop shop for all your reptile keeping needs. They of course sell dubi roaches, but also tons of other bugs like waxworms, hornworms, and black soldier fly larvae that can be shipped straight to your door. And if you haven't seen their PVC reptile enclosures yet, you're in for a treat. They have both arboreal and terrestrial enclosures at great prices, along with tons of other supplies. When you shop at Dubia, you're also supporting reptile rescues because they give away thousands of bugs and enclosures every year. Check out dubia.com and use code THEWILDTYPE10 to get 10% off any order of bugs or supplies. The discount code does not apply to enclosures. We want to thank Josh's Frogs for supporting the Wild Type podcast. Josh's Frogs is an online animal and reptile supply retailer who you may see at your local expo. We always love stopping by their booth. They only sell captive bred animals and their sales support animal conservation and research. They offer a large variety of feeder insects for your pet reptiles and amphibians that will arrive right to your doorstep. A three-day life insurance policy is included, making it so easy to feed your reptile nutritious bugs. So if you're looking for some crickets, use code THEWILDTYPE10 to save 10% on any sized crickets from joshesfrogs.com. Big thanks to Pangea Reptile for the support of the podcast. They're one of the leading companies for reptile supplies, lizards, and their world-famous gecko food. They just released their brand new micro-feeding dishes made specifically for baby or micro-geckos. These smaller dishes can be mounted to smooth surfaces and even branches and will help stop your gecko from getting food all over their enclosure. If you own a gecko, you know exactly how nice it'll be to not have to clean food paw prints everywhere. Head on over to PangeaReptile.com to check out these new micro dishes along with their other amazing products like their face packs for shipping, chameleon kits, and gecko food. We have some very exciting news in the chameleon world. 
Our friend Bill Strand from Camille Academy is officially working with custom reptile habitats to launch a new line of arboreal cages. With his 40 plus years of experience working with reptiles, we just know these new enclosures are going to be next level. The first cages in the Chameleon Academy line even have special features specifically for bioactive environments. Both Bill and Custom Reptile Habitats are huge advocates for advancing reptile husbandry, so we are thrilled about these new enclosures. Visit chameleonacademy.com for more information. I think we're good to move on into our next segment. Whoop, whoop. Which is tips from the pros. So I've been keeping for five years. I know you have a few more years under your belt. Ooh, yeah. I think I'm I'm creeping up on year 15. Okay. Yep. Anyways, so between <laughs> there was, the two of us. There was a chunk there, though. Let me clarify. There was a chunk there in those 15 years that it was only one gecko. So. Charlie. Yeah. OG. Yeah. Yeah. So between the two of us, we've got a combined like mm-hmm. 20, 20 years in reptile yeah. keeping. That's, I feel like, a pretty significant chunk of change. So we have this segment, tips from the pros, things that we wish we would have known when we were first getting started with reptile keeping or just things we've learned along yes. the way that make our lives just way easier that we want to share with you guys. Please learn from us. Don't make the same make screw the ups same, that we did because the there have been a lot. <laughs> yeah. So these are, these are just tips and tricks and we'll share these, you know, every couple of weeks as we do these segments. So for this one, we're talking about buying bugs online. The best way to do it. Yes. So we can go into the pros and cons of buying bugs online, but maybe we should first start of where we bought our bugs oh, when we were first getting into to reptile keeping. I was a big box chain pet store girly for, um, literally I want to say eight years. It yeah. was ridiculous. There was a point where you've lived like two minutes. Oh yeah. I had a PetSmart, PetSmart right around the corner and I was like, that's my go-to. I go twice a week. I pick up my bugs. I didn't even, I would say for the first six to eight years of my leopard gecko's life, I did not even keep bugs in my house at all. Yeah. So were you even gut loading at that point? Probably not. Yeah. I mean, poor Charlie. He, half He's a of trooper. It, half He's of a his trooper. life has been great. The first half, not so much. <laughs> Room for improvement. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you were buying from chain stores and mm-hmm. Petsmart and stuff. And I was pretty much only doing super worms and crickets too. That was it. Yeah. I went a little more adventurous and then I went to the Facebook groups and I found this lady <laughs> who has this Facebook group who sells bugs out of her home and it's totally like a drug deal. And what happens is you text her phone number and you say how many bugs you want and she like, and what time you'll be there. I kid you not cash only you pull up into her driveway and she just comes out and gives you 500 roaches and then you just hand over the cash and you just go on your merry way <laughs> what do you think I will her never neighbors forget, think i will never forget the first time you told me that you were doing that and this was back when i was still shopping at the big yeah. chains pet stores for my bugs and i was like you i'm so sorry you're doing a bug deal like what yeah. oh my gosh <laughs> bug deal rhymes with drug deal bug dealer uh yeah no it's she was a literal bug dealer bug dealer yeah no so like i'm assuming this lady like works from home or is at her home yeah, all day something. to be able to do these bugs so imagine me her neighbor and, and you like, just see people walking away with these deli cups at all times. Like they probably no. did think that she was a drug So in her, her garage door has like the little windows and they were covered with like tinfoil. I'm assuming she keeps her bugs like in her, in her garage. Cause that she's got colonies sense. upon colonies. And so it's yeah. probably like heat oh, yeah. regulated and like whatever else. But, so now she's got tinfoil on her That's even like, garage door. Oh and my she God. comes out, takes it. How many times a day is she doing this? And then what are your neighbors? Like no, nothing good is and coming from And this is why that. we buy online now. <laughs> the lady was just the sweetest though. And her pricing was fabulous. I the remember. The bugs were healthy. Because that was the thing. That was the kicker for me. When you told me that you were doing this, I was like, okay, well, how much is it? And you told me the price. And I was like, 
I'm paying like triple that. Yeah. Like, at, at no, Pet her Smart. prices, her prices were fabulous. Yeah. They, she always threw in extras. Like they were always very healthy bugs that lived a long time. Like literally no complaints, just very odd circumstances and very ways to, to buy bugs. But I also went to like Facebook, you know, marketplace or whatever. Mm-hmm. And people would have colonies and like their colonies get too big or they oh, just yeah. want to like sell off some of the roaches. I've literally ordered bugs off of Amazon these days occasionally. I mean, that's, yeah. So that's I just go thing. to people's homes and then they're like, Hey, here's an extra like 200 medium dubious, 20 bucks. Amazing. And I'm like sold. Right. Cause these <laughs> people are just trying to get rid of their roaches. Yeah. But yeah. And then there's also like local reptile shops. We're fortunate enough that we right. live in an area where we do have quite a few reptile shops yes. that do and, carry bugs. And you can also always stock up at expos too, which is like, you know, definitely great. Yeah, we've definitely but done that. Yeah. For, for us at least, like the expos are six months in between and like, I don't care how good you keep your, your crickets yeah, and your worms. They're not going to last that yeah. full six months till the yeah. next one. So absolutely. Absolutely. So that's where we started. But then I think now we're pretty, I mean, I'm consistently buying yeah. my bugs online unless I see some like novelty bug at an expo or just like a really right. good deal or something, yeah. then I'll like snatch those up. But I'm yeah. usually pretty good about gauging how long my bugs mm-hmm. are going to last and like ordering Same. online. And people, I've got a six week, week weekly order. <laughs> so people ask me all the time, like how do your bugs last so long? Right. Cause I'm buying like hundreds at a time and yeah. like, how are these lasting? And I think this is the kicker is like when you buy your bugs online, there's the so quality much better. So of, much better. it sounds weird. I know. Cause we're just talking bugs, but yeah. the quality of the bug between like your oh. chain stores versus these like novelty, the lifespan is double. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Like, Triple even. Yeah. yeah. True. It depends for dubious depends for on sure. The, but depends on the bugs. Yeah. Yeah. But like these are vendors who are specializing just in breeding bugs exclusively for being fed to your reptile. They typically care more about the nutrition. They care more about just their entire environment and how they're being raised and like all the of that. Quality. Now, the analogy I use when I'm explaining this to new keepers is like, would you purchase your reptile from Petco, PetSmart, chain stores? You could, but you're also increasing the risk of like health issues or whatever because of the breeding that's going on Mm -hmm. and not attention to detail with genetics. Same thing with the bugs. Same thing with the bugs. They're just cranking out Mm -hmm. crickets after crickets. Thousands and thousands at a time. And those are being gut loaded with like potatoes. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And like that's not. Or the dreaded orange cubes. Yeah. And so like the their life expectancy and quality of the bug is not going to be anywhere near no yeah it's it's next level it's next level difference i mean i remember the first time i ever ordered them online i was like shocked by how long they lived yeah because i had never had any bugs from a big box big box pet store say that 10 times (laughs) fast But I've never had any that lasted nearly as long as the ones that I've ordered yeah. online. I mean, it, it's so just a drastic difference. The quality in like the shelf life is improved, mm-hmm. but the pricing is oh my so gosh. much it's better. 10 times better. Dude, I saw, what was it like PetSmart or something like that? It was like $3 for one hornworm. Oh no, it's insane. And it comes in like a one little, I'm like, what is that? Like your monthly treat? Like what? That's <laughs> crazy. Wild. Or you can get 24 for 10 bucks. You literally, online, it's, right? It's like, insane. It's a huge difference in price. It's, it has saved me so much money. It's wild. And I think you can buy larger quantities yes. of bugs because they do last mm-hmm. longer, especially with like doobie roaches, superworms, mm-hmm. things like that, that do have a longer. And then you don't get the look from the pet store employee when you ask for a hundred plus 
crickets or a hundred plus of you know whatever right because i'm bug. sure they're used to the person who's like the oh, one yeah. leopard gecko oh, who gets the, like 10 crickets the people at PetSmart, like literally uh, i would typically do back in the day when i would do this i would typically ask for either 75 all the way up to 150 just kind of depended on how many i had left and whatever and when i would do that it depended on who the employee was if it was one of the reptile specialists they would usually kind of like raise their eyebrows but not say anything yeah. but occasionally i would get the little girl who like is you know, one of the dog or cat like supply people who just happened to be in the reptile section yeah. at that point. Oh no. And I would say 75 to a hundred and she would look at me like you want, what, how many, That's how so many? Funny. And it was just like ridiculous. So you can bypass that whole situation yes. too. <laughs> yes. Instead you just get weird looks from your mailman. So. Yes. You can also, I also one time in a, in one of those chain pet stores was in line with my bag of crickets and oh, I was being eyed so hard by this Karen who was just sitting over here looking at me with this horrified look on her face. And I was like, I finally turned, like she was just making this awkward eye contact with me so many times that I finally asked her, I was like, I was like, can I help you? And she, and she looked at me and she was like, what are you, what are you going to do with those? And I was like, you're, you're in a pet store. What do you think I'm going to, I'm going to eat my pet. I'm I'm eating them actually. I'm, I'm eating them. Is that what you're worried about? Is that why you're so scared? Yeah. No. And so, but she clearly thought that like it was something along those lines. And as soon as I said, Oh, I I feed them to my lizards. She was like, Oh, and looked so relieved. (laughs) So did she think she was feeding, like you were feeding them to your dog or something? I have no idea. Couldn't tell you. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Just lots of awkward scenarios. You can just avoid. Yeah. The other thing with Bino Line is the variety, oh, right? Because yeah. like I do my chameleon consulting mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I always ask people like, what bugs do you yeah. feed? And I get all the time like mealworms, crickets and mealworms. And I'm like, okay, have you considered adding in yeah. other bugs? I'm like, oh, my store doesn't carry them, which I totally get. Because if right. you are shopping at like Petco, PetSmart, you're right. limited to the variety. And I will say there has been drastic improvement because like huge improvement. They didn't even carry hornworms when yeah. I was getting no. into it. Was into strictly reptiles. it was strictly crickets and mealworms for the right. longest time. But so. I'm like, have you tried adding in silkworms, black soldier fly larvae, mm-hmm. all these things? And they're like, huh? They're like, they how just, do I even get those? They just, yeah. they don't have them local. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, have you considered buying your bugs online? And that is a game changer. Like being it's, able to provide the variety of bugs ugh. at the convenience of being able to buy them at the, you know, lower pricing, uh-huh. higher quality. Like you don't even have to it's leave a win, 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 win. <laughs> it's a win, it's, win, win. It's for the best. I mean, yeah. genuinely, I can't even imagine going and getting them at a pet store anymore. Yeah. So, so I feel like there's a lot of benefits to buying your bugs mm-hmm. online. So if that's something you guys are already doing, Awesome. If it's something that you are thinking about or, you know, wondering if you should do, then now maybe you have a now list the, of reasons why. Just just try and a lot of places sell variety packs mm-hmm. too, where it's like a little bit of a couple different bugs. So like if you have a new reptile and you don't know what they like, then that's a good way to yeah. to get started and so take advantage. Yep. Tips from the pros, man. Tips from the pros. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that wraps up this episode. Is there anything else you so. wanted to to add? No, I think just, you know, give us a follow on all of our socials and we are going to have new episodes every single Tuesday. So don't forget about the giveaways, tons of giveaways, be sure to subscribe, follow us on. Yeah. I, we don't even really know how Spotify works yet, but like, yeah, we're still figuring that out. But if you can, well, by the time this us, comes out, we'll know. We'll know. Yeah. We're <laughs> still, we're still figuring it out right now, but yeah. um, next episode we're going to be talking about what whether or not you should gift a pet reptile. Juicy topic. Especially as we're coming up on the holiday season. So we'll be talking about that in the next episode. So be on the lookout for that. You still have time for our giveaways. So take advantage. (laughs) Always, I'm Neptune the Chameleon. And I'm Lissa's Lizards. And we'll talk to you later, reptile girlies. Bye. Bye.